What I've told you is what they say. And every word I've used is correct, medically speaking. There is aspergillus flavus. There's aflatoxin. There's liver cancer. And there's moldy groundnut. All of them together creates liver cancer. That is moldy groundnut flies ahead. And then so people not go around, they not do what they call calorie counting. Because they have found out. If you're a rat in the house, say amen. Any rat in the house? If you're a rat in the house, say praise the Lord. No rat here. Okay? If you're a human being, scientifically they call you homo sapiens. And you know the spirit of Christ is in you. Say amen. amen. The experiment on calorie counting was done in rats. That's where I was going. It was done in what? Rats. rats. They found that as rats that had restricted diet did better than rats didn't have restricted diet. That is very true. Except I'm not a rat. <laughs> Science is very funny. You get our saccharin. You know, it was banned in human food for a long time. Then they reintroduced it. Do you know why? They say it causes cancer here, here, including the bladder. Except that it doesn't cause in human beings, only in rats. So after many, many years of study, the license again for using human beings. If you are not a rat, say amen. amen. I give you another scientific fact. Human beings who are listening to me. <laughs> they say when you eat salt, you're going to die because of high blood pressure. You heard it before? Even me, I used to teach it. <laughs> no, no, not, not in Bible class, though. You know, when you are teaching pathology, you know, you have to join to tell them the whole lie so that they sort it out themselves when they go to church. <laughs> a few months ago, a few weeks ago, it was finally published that it's not true. The paper that began it was released decades ago, and the man that did the study, one used rats or hamsters, and those rodent kind of stuff. And the first thing he did was to create genetically deficient animals by doing what we call inbreeding. Through the process of inbreeding, he was able to alter the genes until they had rats that were unable to handle salt. Then he fed those ones too much salt and fed some normal salt and discovered that the ones that he fed too much salt became hypertensive. And he published it and the whole world swallowed that salt causes hypertension. Just a few weeks ago, they found out it was not true. After more than 30 years of believing a lie. I know Christians follow it judiciously, <laughs> sheepishly. When I ask them something, what did God say about your food? He said, receive it with what? Thanksgiving. One day I went for my convention. I wanted to, you know, I said, if you've been with me to my local convention, you know, we eat like a community of Christians. Everybody queues up, you know, on the, we eat the same, from the same pot. So you see all of them in the hall, you know, sharing food and all of that. We sit in circles, something like that, you know? So somebody said, oh, no, you're just one cube of sugar, you know? I said, why? You know, sugar is not good for you. I took a cube, put it in my mouth, chewed it like crap, 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 crap. I said, that is sugar. I just ate it. It's not going to do anything negative. Take my word for it. Look, didn't you learn elementary biology? I eat sugar, it digests, becomes glucose. Glucose is not poisonous. It's energy for my soul. Good enough, I was president, so I took the microphone. I said, brethren, let us bless our food and not curse our food. Everybody, in the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for this food. 
is not poisonous. It is going to bless us. I said, brethren, enough of cursing your food. First thing, they give you food. Say, this food is the source of life. If I eat it wrongly, I will die. If I eat it rightly, I will live long. No matter what God wants to do to me, if I can just eat my food properly, he can't kill me. The power belongs to food. Food, thou are the most high when it comes to preserving life. The power belongs to food. Then they started a blasphemy. You know what that blasphemy is? They took the name of God and attached to it a fad diet. They call it hallelujah diet. I hope many of you are not here doing hallelujah diet. Listen to me. It is the foolishness corrupting hallelujah. There's no hallelujah diet in it. They don't eat food that is cooked before this particular time. Derek Prince said, said these are doctrines of demons. Demons. Demonic doctrines. Why am I talking about it? We took the glory that belonged to God and gave it to scientific fads. Yes. It's now I know why God said, Banky, before you start preaching, go and study medicine. So I want you to talk. If it's Christ that's talking now, they say he's talking because he's a lawyer. He doesn't know what he's saying. But when I talk, people will pause. At least they go draw back small. This guy cannot be accused of ignorance. But my, I'm, I'm not here to argue scientific facts. I'm talking to Christians. And I want Christians to know that the power for long life belongs to who? To God. Where do diseases come from? God said, I will not put these diseases on you, which I put on the Egyptians. If you don't want disease in your life, go and meet the Lord. Say, Lord, take this disease away from me, as it is written in your word, that you have nailed my own disease to the cross of Christ. Himself took my infirmities and my diseases, and by stripes I have been healed. After that, what do you do with your food? I will tell you, it's simple. You operate the normal principles of life. Eat one with thanksgiving. Don't be a gluten. God does not like glutons. In Israel, he said they should stone glutons. Those who live for pleasure. You don't live for pleasure. You eat moderately. He said, blessed is a is, is country, the land, whose princes don't, they, they eat for what? For strength. Because the one that just eat, you know, anyhow, wine and drink in the morning. Just eat for the sake of eating. Like the Romans used to do, eat, eat, eat. Put a finger in your throat. Vomit it so you can eat some more. Then God now kills somebody for gluten. Once you're not a gluten, you eat in moderation. You eat with thanksgiving in your heart. You don't live for food. Believe me, every food will bless you. Don't take the glory that's due to him. That's what praise is. That's what I'm going on. That is what praise is. It's not just when we lift our hands. It's the attitude we have about everything. It's who we ascribe the glory to. Today I said to write a list down. I do, I, my time is really gone because we spoke about many things. Because I really wanted us to just take a lot of confessions. Like I was saying, what Satan is doing every day is taking the glory that belongs to God and giving it and placing it somewhere else and trying to turn our head in that direction, see where the glory is. You know, recently, you know, Aisha Sassi, I mean, I mean if I know Aisha Sassi, or, yeah, she tweeted that her mother was sick, and she thanked the Nigerian doctors and nurses that thanked the Nigerians who saved her mother's life. She rushed the mother in from Sierra Leone to Nigeria. She lives in the United States. So when I saw it, somebody did a screen capture of the tweet and sent to me, one of our brothers. So I sent to my classmates who are in the UK. I said, did you notice that? 
Somebody say, what is the disease? I say, it's a privacy matter. What? <laughs> like my wife said, my wife said, disease that can make somebody leave one country, leave one country to go to another, is not diarrhea. It's not malaria. I said, look at it. Of course, was I playing about it? I said, can you see? Somebody in America, her mother was, she said, take her to Nigeria. And I found out they took her to Lagin Hospital's intensive care unit for about a week. <laughs> when I saw I said, human me said, if it's Nigerians who want to run to India, a woman in the United States said, take her to Nigeria. What am I talking about, actually? What we do sometimes, they take the glory that belongs to God and place it on a human being, on a country. And we're talking about praise. Now, don't forget, as they were singing and praising, that was when the Lord did what? Sent ambushes. And the last time I was praying, the praise is not when we lift our hands. The praise is when we are talking one to another. The praise is when we are talking one to another. You see a woman is pregnant. Ordinary pregnancy that we see every day. Say, no, I want to go and have my baby. Because, you know, you know, Nigerian doctors now. Your baby will just die on you. God just say, give me my grace. Give me my grace. Put his grace in his pocket. Yeah, go. There are things which you, a Christian, must not say. You want to have your baby in, um, in Tahiti. That's your problem. But when you are going to say, Lord, I, know, I just like the air of Tahiti. You know, I dreamt that when I, when I bring Tahiti air, I will be worshipping some more. Hallelujah. God will give that one to you. If you mistakenly open your mouth and say, I found out that children born, they are safer than they won't born elsewhere. Because they're fine. When you're you crossing the border, ask the God of Tahiti to take care of you. Because me, I'm not going to go with you. And may God not depart from you. You know why Jesus said, my father, my father. Why have you forsaken me? If Jesus can cry over something, no be smart, you know. What do we do? We take the praise of God and give it to somebody else. As a Christian, what, we, what should you do? Every time you, you remind yourself the power belongs to God. That is why you are praising. Like I said the other day, people, people are, they are so busy worshipping God for stars. Did you see Jehoshaphat talk about stars? Did Jehoshaphat talk about ocean? He knew God made the ocean, but he said, right now, let's settle land disputes. Let us settle warfare matter. You are the God in the heavens, so nobody can fight you. You are the ruler amongst the kingdoms of men. The nations are under your control. Yes. And you allotted our land to us. Did we take their own? No. You know what he was doing? He was, he was petitioning God, the judge of the whole earth. Did we trespass? No. Is it not our own? Yes. Say, Lord, therefore, be the judge. Rule. That means this invasion is ultra-virus. Am I correct? <laughs> this invasion is without legal backing. Therefore, Lord sent heavenly law enforcement to repel them. That is how God sent a detachment of special forces. And they killed everybody. What am I saying? Joseph had petitioned the God of the universe who had the power in his hands. He wasn't doing what I call nonsense praises. Oh Lord, the God that controls the sun made Pluto, Milky Way galaxy. 
The closest one, Andromedia. Which is how many light years away? Oh Lord, I heard that universe is still expanding. It's expanding by the force of your spirit. Hallelujah. As for this battle, boys, please send to Syria. Eh? Let them see whether they can help us. Sell the gold in the temple. Get to the Syrian president. Maybe he can come. Meanwhile, uh, 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 okay, I heard they are Syrians too. They have a lot of soldiers. Please give us, give them many of our women so that they will come and help us. I heard they like Jewish women. I heard you'll be negotiating them. Say, Let's worship God. God, though. I heard the universe is expanding. How many more stars are you making? Be busy making the stars while we settle our quarrel here. Which is what we do. We come to church, we worship the Lord for everything, but we cannot discuss our job problems with him with faith. Like I said, I was only to take them one by one. In the area of healing, let's just talk about it. You know what God said? I am the Lord that he led thee. Please turn to your neighbor. Tell the person, it is the Lord. That's your healer. Say, the Lord is your healer. Your diet is not your healer. Exercise is not your healer. American doctor, American healthcare system is not your healer. Say, God, your father. Say, Jesus, your Lord. That's your healer. Say, himself took your infirmities and your diseases and by his stripes the healer has healed you. God declared, I am the Lord that he led thee. Let's bow down heads and just worship him for a minute. You can put your hands up if you want to. Say, Lord, you are my healer. The doctor is not my healer. Nobody is my healer. You can use anybody. That's not my issue. But, Lord, you are my healer. My eyes are on you alone. My eyes are not on anybody else. Say, Lord, you are my healer. You are my keeper. You are my healer. You are my keeper. Say, Lord, you are my healer. You are my keeper. Now, declare the word of God. Say, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in me and is giving life to my mortal body. Say, I don't care what the genes say. The spirit of Christ is in me and giving life to my mortal body. The spirit of Christ is in me and giving life to my mortal body. The spirit of Christ is in me, healing me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Declare the praise of God. That's what you are doing. You are saying, Lord, I'm ascribing to you the glory that is due your name. I'm ascribing the glory to you. Nobody else controls my life. It's not the genes that control my life. The spirit of Christ. Jesus said the father has life in himself and he has given life to the son that the son may give to whomsoever he wishes. Say, I am in Christ. Therefore, healing is my portion. Declare it. That is how we praise God. We're just saying, Lord, the power is with you. The power is not anywhere else. The power is not anywhere else. Say, Lord, the power is with you. The power is not anywhere else. Declare, say, Lord, the power is with you. The power is with you. Declare it again. Say, say after me, say in the name of Jesus. The spirit of Christ is in me. Say, the spirit of life that came out of the Father. Say, that spirit is the source of my life. Say, that spirit is the source of my life. Say, it's working in me. Right now, giving life to my mortal body. Now, declare, say, I'm healed totally from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Let's look up. All we have done is just to give God, that's what they call praise. 
Praise is not just to sing. Like I said, those things are what? The overflow. Is out of, you know, when something out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If that thing is coming out, not being full in the heart, it's ineffective. How do you know what's inside your heart? The Bible says those that feared the Lord, they did what? They spoke often one to another. And the Lord heard. And the Lord heard. It is when you sit at home, your wife and you, you are speaking. What do we do? Say, let us pray. The Lord will give us wisdom. That is when you, that is, see that simple statement is praise. I said, one day I got home. I asked my son, how was your exam? He said, there was a problem in our school. He talked about this happened, this happened, this happened. I just said, don't worry about it. The Lord will show you favor. I didn't think anything of it. I just said, don't worry about it. The Lord will show you favor. I said it and entered the room. And my wife pointed out, did you notice what you just said? She said, I like the way you responded to that. What was it? Oh, and I meant I wasn't trying to calm him down. I literally meant it. That is when you are praising God. That is when you are praising God. So it's when we are speaking spontaneously. Just stuff coming out of our hearts. Just talking normally. That is when praise is. And what is praise? Please, we are just doing what? Ascribing to God the glory that is due to his name. And don't forget what I said last time. We just read just now again. It's when we are doing that, the Lord starts doing what? Sending ambushes against our problems. You know why we have problems a lot of times? We pray apparently correctly, but we don't praise correctly. When I say that, what I mean is this. I don't mean that we don't identify the songs. Though. But most of the praise we, we do is what I call healing. You know I talked about last time? What is healing? That's Nigerian slang now for you are pumping somebody so his head can swell. Oh God, we know you can do it. In the name of Jesus. Father, we worship you. You are a great God. Hallelujah. Like I say all the time, the God of the universe that made many galaxies. Galaxy, galaxy, galaxy. Hallelujah. We do that, we do that, we do that. And we think we are praised. But actually, we, de- we do not praise appropriately. For example, I was thinking about it today. The Israelites, when they had the problem, you know what they said? Let's go back to Egypt. They gave the glory of God to where? Egypt. There's no water in the wilderness. What do we do? We go back to Egypt. There's no food in the wilderness. What do we do? We go back to Egypt. No matter the prayer they pray, isn't that the praise they praise? Isn't effective because when the problems came up, they decided that what, where's the solution? Egypt. You know, many people are asking God to help them get to Egypt. Many prayer points of believers is Lord, help me get to Egypt. My help is in Egypt. My wife went to the church. She reported to me later that half of the testimony was I got a visa. Celebration. People were sowing seed. For what? Visa. I saw a poster the other day. It's a special program. Release my visa. Yes, no, this is a um, big billboard. Massive billboard. Release my visa. Thank you, sir. To where? And look, why are we doing all of that? Listen, we just made up our minds that that simply the solution to my thirst is in Egypt. So we pray until God takes us to Egypt. Listen, I don't know. Of course, visa can go to any country. But the point is this. What is it for? Like I see all the time, missionaries left Europe 
They left America and came to Africa. Amen? Amen. They did that. It was good. And Nigerians should also, listen, in life, make sure that anytime you are moving is by commandment or you are on a mission. Oh, yes, it must never be for food. It must never be for food. It must never be for food. You must never get up and say, I have found out that, look, since Kingsley left us in Enugu and went to Port Harcourt, his life has not been the same again. He moved to Lagos. Ah, this guy was preaching in Enugu. What did he have? He had one old model, Toyota Camry, that when you enter it, you begin. <laughs> Said the moment he relocated and went to Abuja, next time he showed up, he had the new model Volvo XC70. Say, Pastor Banky, it's nothing you're doing here. Your ministry is not appreciated. What is not appreciated? Your your care of the man is eight years old. <laughs> if you arrive in Abuja today. Within a week, I asked a man once, I said, why are you moving to Lagos? He said, Lagos is where you find people who will support you. <laughs> I didn't know how to tell him. If it's now, I, I, no, I'm bolder now. Yeah. You know, one, one of the things that gives you boldness is age. As you're getting older, you are getting more senior to more people. You are getting more senior. You know, I just discovered recently, I'm older than most policemen manning checkpoints. <laughs> <laughs> when I came to the Nugu, most of them were older than me. But now, when they tell me, good day, sir, this size is appropriate. I'm older than him. <laughs> the Lord is good. I said, hey, man, why are you He said, this is where you will find who will support you. And listen, listen, as I get your perspective right, yeah. give your praise to who it is due. Whose support do you need? David said, I have you, God, in heaven. For that reason, on this earth, I don't desire the support of anybody. So I will never go anywhere looking for anybody to support me. Are you getting my point here? I will never go anywhere looking for where people who support people are gathered. When I started ministry in Enugu here, everybody, of course, Lagos is where the action is. Lagos, Lagos. My own is that, you know, may God make you not know some things. What do I mean? I didn't understand those details. I just needed, in fact, for me, Enugu was the best place to preach. Do you know why? The traffic was smaller. I won't get stuck in traffic. I'll get to where I'm supposed to preach more. That's easier. And as far as I was concerned, all I needed was where I could write and where I could record what I'm saying. As for the rest, I wasn't looking for anybody's help. Look, the only help I needed, God gave it to us, the human help. And what's that human help? He said, Adam, it is not good that you are alone. It was his idea because I told the Lord at the time that he, he can leave me single, I don't mind. And the, the reason why I prayed that prayer is that I told the Lord that that time poverty was strong. Are you getting my point? <laughs> why are you laughing? It's true now. So I just told the Lord that. And I told him simply, really, I was in Lagos. I said, Lord, really, I don't mind. If this is what it takes to serve you, I'm serious about it. I told you, if that's what it takes to serve you and manifest destiny, it's okay with me. I can trek anywhere. I told him that in prayer, that it's okay. I said, the only thing I want to ask you for 
He said, if it's like that, please give me that grace to remain single. I said, because when you're alone, suffering is easier. When you're being cast into the ocean, you have to be a single man. When you go for, for, for 49 lashes, your wife must not be there weeping over you. When you've been in fastings, day and night, I said, wait, 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 Lord. I will take it alone. So once he gave me a wife, I knew that that was not my portion. <laughs> it's true. The Lord is good. So the help, I, knew, I said, it is not good for Banky to be alone. So I will make a former for him. And he did. He said, if I one day I was standing, I told my wife, go and greet that guy. He will marry you. So my wife came and said, hello, sir. How are you doing? I want to ask you a question. So I look like this. You want to ask me a question? Yeah, sit down. Let us ask questions. <laughs> Not sit down immediately. Now later on, I just... Initially, I said, I'm tired. I can't, I can't ask a question. I look the girl again. Ah! <laughs> I said, ask me any question. I said, we will see later to finish this question, you know. And I run, go with my friend, Chooks. I said, Chooks, come, come. Now the babe don't disappear. Ah! I said the whole up and down. Finally, I saw where she was hiding. She was praying. Her head was down. I said, Chooks. You know the way guys just walk up and I see nothing they have for me. My friend Chooks just did like this. He did his hand like this. I said, The Lord is good. You know, that's all the help I needed. That's the human help I needed. I asked my wife. I preached to her until she was tired of hearing preaching. From the time I met her to the time we married, and they say a year after, my wife had heard more preaching than she had her whole life before. No, I'm not kidding. From me alone. <laughs> yeah, from me alone. No. no, think about it. When you don't have congregation, <laughs> there was no other congregation now. If I get revelation in the morning, as she's coming back from work, she's hearing it. So, you know, I just discovered, ah, this is, this is hot, this is hot, this is hot. From Psalm 1, when David was speaking, the poor girl goes down like this. She goes, hear gospel, even if she's tired, you must hear her One day she told this was about two years ago. She said, you don't teach me much anymore. I said, ah, I have congregation now. You are no longer. <laughs> the Lord is good. So that, that's the help I needed. Believe me, that was the help I needed. And the Lord has sent it. So, and together, really, I remember when we first came up here, as it, they were partitioning the place and all of that. She and I prayed. I said, from here, this gospel will reach the ends of the earth. And then we began, where two or three gathered in his name. First, just my wife and I. Then Brown came, brought um, uh, Onyeka. Onyeka brought Kingsley. That, that, that's how we're growing. So people say, you go somewhere to go and look for help. Believe me, it didn't cross my mind. When we began, how were we, how were we recording? This hall was, this pillar was where the hall ended. Yes, this pillar. This corner here, then we just sit like five or six of us. Then in this corner, we'll put a, the tape, which my microphone is connected to. I'll stand and face them like this. And those who I'm facing are like six or seven. And we have to finish before six. You know why? There's no light. There's no fan. Just press the recording, and then we'll start I will start recording. I want to say something I don't want anybody to hear. I said, did you press pause that? Yeah. He will press pause. And it was my car battery we used to use to power it. Oh, oh it was a sunny, a sunny small recorder like this that uses eight batteries. So that comes to 12 volts. So when we pack, 
will remove the battery of my car, come upstairs. There was no railing on that staircase, so you walk along the wall. <laughs> so you don't drop. If you ever listen to Man on Assignment, that's how it was preached. If you ever listen to Understand the New Covenant, that's how it was preached. Find the will of God, that's how we preached it here. God's champions, all those things. I didn't feel like needed anybody's help. But believe me, God has sent help by himself from every corner of the world. The other day, one of our sisters said, maybe we should open Kingdom of Ministries account in London. I said, eh, why? She said, because she has people always trying to say, how do they give money to Kingdom World? I said, collect it for us and then send it. So one guy said, wanted to write a, a standing order in his bank. To be, I said, well, I never reached. I said, my faith has not carried opening an account in London yet. I did not live here. I couldn't understand why somebody said, listen to me. My time is going. What is praise? Praise is that I realize. And when I'm discussing with you, discussing, we know that it is God that's going to help us. That's what we call praise. We say it is God. It is not location. Another thing I was going to say, I've talked about healing briefly. Promotion does not come from the east. It doesn't come from the west. It does not come from the south. God is judge. He's the one that brings out one person and lifts up another person. Now let's give him praise after me say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My, promotion my promotion does not come from my environment. Does not come from my environment. Now east or west you know, refers to your environment. Are you in Nigeria? Are you in Kenya? Are you in Ghana? Are you in South Africa? Somewhere in Europe? Or United States, in Australia, that's what East and West means. Alright? That's what that means. So say again, say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This is the truth of life. This is the truth of life. My promotion does not come from my environment. My promotion does not come from my environment. Now, promotion also, listen to this before you repeat it, doesn't come from where you are coming from. What do I mean? What's your educational background? What's your family background? What tribe do you belong to? Who are you connected with? Background is what South means. Which school did you attend? A man can go to Harvard and not have the opportunities God will give you that finish in one tiny, no, one school that nobody else wants. In fact, he didn't even go to university. That's what South means. Say it again. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Promotion doesn't come from my background. Say it. Promotion does not come from my background. It comes from God. Say it comes from God alone. Say God is my judge. Say it again. God is my judge. Say God is my judge. He is the one that is lifting me up. Declare. Say God is my judge. He is the one that is lifting me up. Say it again. God is my judge. I ascribe the glory to his holy name. I ascribe the glory to his name. He is the one that is lifting me up. Now say this, my background does not confer any advantage on me, nor does it confer any disadvantage. Say, I am not disadvantaged in any way. I am not disadvantaged in any way because God is my judge. Say it again, God is lifting me up. The environment cannot bring me down. Say it again, God is lifting me up. Let's do this way. Say, God is my lifter. God is my lifter. Yeah, we are ascribing the glory to him. Say, he is the lifter of my head. He is my promoter. Say, God is my lifter. 
raise your hand and just worship him. Say, Lord, call him that name. Just call him that name. Lord, you are the lifter. You are the lifter. You are the lifter. My connection is not the lifter. The people I know, they are not the lifter. My passport is not the lifter. Ah, remember, it is when you are giving him praise that he sends solutions to the problems. It is when we are giving him praise. It is when we are giving him praise. David said, I, only you, Lord, I have in heaven. For that reason, on this earth, I have desired no one else. Because, Lord, you are my lifter. Lord, you are my lifter. Say, Lord, you are my lifter. Say, Lord, you are my lifter. Call him that name. Call him the name. Let's not give his name to any other thing. Say, Lord, you are my lifter. It is not who I know. It is not where I was born. Lord, you are my lifter. It's not the background. It's not the background. It's not my certificate. It's not my certificates are only good for looking for jobs. Come on, they don't even create jobs. <laughs> and they don't even guarantee it. Say, God, you are my lifter. God, you are my lifter. Say, Lord, we ascribe to you your glory. The glory is yours. For lifting us up, Lord, the glory is yours. Lord, the lifting up of our lives, for our promotion, the glory is yours. We call you the lifter. In the name of Jesus Christ. You know, a few years ago, I was talking to a friend of mine, and we are talking about, you know, he was explaining something about how you plan. He said, listen, people have to understand that this man was wise. He took money and he sent his sons abroad for masters. And look at it, that they are going to come back strategically positioned. Do you know what I found out? Another friend now told me this week, this year, that one of their colleagues sent the children abroad for masters. They came back home, they can't get a job. Yes, they can't get a job. I can tell you, look, anything you want to do, a mission, you're on a mission. Have a mission mentality. You want to go and study, make sure that it is, you need to, you know, we, we keep learning. We have to learn. Oh, this thing I want to learn, there's nobody to teach me this right now around here. See, I have researched. I found out that I can find those who teach it in Singapore. So I'm going to Singapore. That's a mission mind. There are those who return. They don't even tender the certificate anywhere. They just wanted to acquire the knowledge so they can know stuff. That's a mission mindset. So we're not saying that people can go. No, you go to places. I went for a course a few years ago. That was in the United States. Went to learn cytopathology. And affected my practice. I was MD Anderson for a few weeks. Learning is good. But do not think that this is strategic positioning to get a good job. There was a time that in Nigeria, to find somebody that has a master's from Cambridge or Liverpool was once in, you know, you come to Enugu, you find one, then go travel, get to Oka, you know, go see any, go to Onicha. They are trading. They don't have. Just get down to Asaba. Find the second one. But now, in Lagos, oh, Lagosians, if you say, please, if you don't have a master's from UK and US, don't apply. You will get 1,000 applications. Because everybody said it is a passport. Why? Because they want to follow the Egyptian, uh, the Israelites that God opened the door for. So all of them rushed into it. And what happened? The water buried them. There are those who sold their father's land to pay for pay tuition abroad. The father is asking for a refund now. And nothing. 
Listen, your certificate is not your lifter. God is your lifter. Let me prophesy to somebody so I can close. God will lift you up. Amen. You know why? Because now you recognize who your lifter is. And any time we give him the praise due to his name, he sends what ambushes against the problems. God is your lifter. Amen. He will lift you up. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I feel like telling somebody this. You are going to get a job. Somebody, I don't know who you are. And you will start working. Maybe you are working for somebody. And they will tell you, the last two people that tried to get this job who did not get it had foreign certificates. Amen. And you, you won't have any. Amen. Somebody will have that testimony. Amen. But they will just tell you, say, ah, how did you get this? See, there was one guy who was here. He, was, he came highly recommended. He had this master's degree and this one for so and so and so place. They did not employ him. But you, you know what God is just doing? He's just making a point to you. There are times if you give me the joy, you work there for one year, so you resign and go. But that time, you are so strong in your heart, you know, say, no, this is not, it's not, it's not. You know, he did, he did that to Peter. He gave him a plenty, he gave him plenty of fish. He said, oh, my Lord. He said, now, you will no longer catch fish. It is not as if now I've shown you how to make plenty of money. He said, no, I've proven to you that you don't need, it's not these things that will make you succeed. God is a lifter. Amen. Let me summarize so we can close. Listen to me. What are we trying to say? It is when we talk to one another, when we are making our plans. It's when we are making our plans. It's when we are making our plans that we we'll say to somebody, like one of our brothers the other day was talking with me and I was blessed by his reply. You know, somebody I know very well. Say, listen to some of our messages. There was, there was a say, look, listen. That scholarship has been given to him, full tuition. Say, listen to the message and just said, his spirit just said, this is not your path. So he turned down. Do you get my point? Turned it down. He said, no, God is taking me somewhere great. And that is not the path. I don't know what I get on when I say. If a scholar, tuition paid 100% to study in Europe. He said, listen to some messages and said, no, that is not the path God is taking me through. So I told people, thank you very much. You can keep it. Somebody said, God is my lifter. God is my Listen, God needs to prove... Listen, 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 listen. God needs people he will prove himself through. He wants to show... Some, look, my wife was telling me the other day about one woman who came to town to do a program. And the bragging thing was that this woman had been to many places. By the time she started moving around, she didn't have a university degree. What was she selling? Moi Moi. With Moi Moi, she has been to White House. With Moi Moi, she has given lectures to important people. Selling Moi Moi. My wife said the woman's story is such a beautiful story. The day they wanted to, the white men were coming to her house. She didn't have, there was no light, there was no generator. She said, God, what will I do? They were approaching. The husband told her, relax. He said, as soon as the first white man put the foot inside her sitting room, Nepal returned. At that time, she did not have a university degree. So that person would do something. She was making what? More and more. I'm going to tell you something. You are not disadvantaged. You are not disadvantaged. You are not disadvantaged. What you don't have is not enough. Listen, if you want to succeed in life, eh, if God puts your mind on something, just kneel down and ask Him for it. If He needs you to go and get that degree from Australia, the door will open like this. 
you will find yourself in Australia. You, that is, you, you wonder, when did I get here? If he closes the door, and there are many ways he closes the door. One, you don't have the money. That's a closed door. Even Paul, Paul would say, we wanted to come and see you. We were hindered. I said, did he tell you why? He told, he would ask Timothy, go and buy the ticket. He said, I got a rich auto star. Auto star is saying that 10,000 per person. He said, what is there? He said, bros. No, he said, ah, apostle. Last time the offering was not good. These Philippians, they have not sent something in the wire. You know, Thessalonians, you know they give anything. How much do you have there? So now two five. Okay, go down to post office, buy paper, buy pen, write. Paul, an apostle, sent by God, but no money right now. <laughs> but because God closed the door, you are not reading the letters today. You know, if God had opened the door, he would have written the, the letter to the Romans. If God had opened some doors, the man would not have written some letters. Now, because God closed some doors, we are reading letters today. Pastor Paul, started house on the rock because of visa rejection. Denial, so I wanted to say. A man who studied in the U.S., he has a degree in architecture from the University of Miami. He had the background. His father was as a general of Lagos State those days. He's been all over the world. He was living in London, pastoring under this Ghanaian uh, prophet. Then he came home for something. Let me get back to London. I don't know why they refused to grant him a visa renewal. There was a time they were tightening things around a bit. And then around the time, the European Union was getting stronger. You know, my cousin even fell into that thing that time. He had gone abroad so many times. Next time he said, let me go. They, they, they refused to renew the visa. The guy did everything. He even shouted for them at the British High Commission. That what kind of nonsense is this? I'm trying to go to your country to be a blessing. They still did not give him. <laughs> Out of that, he went to his mother's sitting room. And he started praying. From that mother's sitting room, people were gathering. People were gathering. From there they left, went to a Latin Jew house in Maryland, in Lagos. From there, Muzon Center. From there, Millennium Temple. How did that on the rock start? A pastor wanted to go back to his base in UK, and the Lord closed the door. It's not a man who, I, I, he went to school in the US. His degree in architecture is from the University of Miami. Yeah, when I had to travel back, the people said, no, you ain't going anywhere. And you know when God is closing your door? God slammed the door shut in his face. And that's the reason why, 20-something years later, House on the Rock is a name known. London has a branch. I don't think they have less than 20 branches in What is 20? More than 20 branches. Maybe you get over 30 by now. I think Kaduna, they have in Joss, you have in Abuja, Port Harcourt, Umar here, you know. Um, um, Abai, Enugu, Benin. I mean, all over the place. Because somebody denied. Do you get my point? Give him prison. He said, Lord, only you can shut my door. Just say, Lord, only you can shut the door. Only you, if it's, you are the only one. You are the only one. Nobody else. Nobody else. Nobody else. Say, Lord, only you. You are my doorkeeper. Give him his name again. You are my doorkeeper. You shut the door that's not mine. You open my own. You shut the door. Say, Lord, go ahead. Shut that door if it's not my own. Lord, open my own door. 
in the name of Jesus, shut that door. Shut that door if it's not my own. I will not budge against a door that's not my own. Father, in the name of Jesus, I give you the power again in my life. You are my doorkeeper. You are my doorkeeper. Promotion comes from you. It doesn't come from any other person. Promotion comes from you. Say, Lord, promotion comes from you. Just worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Say, Lord, promotion comes from you. It doesn't come from anybody else. Promotion comes from you. Promotion comes from you. You are my doorkeeper. Uh, one more thing. Now, listen to this. Any door that's your own, President Buhari with Donald Trump and Theresa May, Angela Merkel, what's the name of the man in South Africa again? Jacob Zuma, even if all agree, and even bring the North Koreans on board, if God says he's opening a door for you, they can't shut it. You know why? It's not their door. They are not the doorkeeper of your life. And you did not, listen, you did not donate it to them. You have called God your doorkeeper. The problem with a lot of us is that we call somebody else our doorkeeper. So we by ourselves give them power over our doors. When it's time for God to open certain doors for you, nobody will be able to close it. Sometimes God will let you see them try. Yeah, sometimes he will let you see them try. They will try, 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 try. The door will still be open. Sometimes you walk into it, some of those doors, reluctantly. You don't even want to walk. They say, please now, come now. <laughs> say, I'm not in a hurry. God will have to tell an angel to drag you by the hand and push you to the door. In your season, your door will open. Let's rise to our feet. Let's rise to our feet. For a long time, I've learned that thing. You know. I want something. I don't get it. I know it's not mine. People say, by faith, you will collect it. Look, by faith, you inherit the promises written in the scripture. It's what the word has spoken. That's what you hold by faith. You don't say, this door, I speak to you. Open for me. Open for me. Open for me. Go to the door. Speak the word of God. If it opens, it's your door. If it doesn't, it's not yours. You look at, this is how Christians operate. You go to a door, you look at the door. Is this door mine or is it not mine? Alright, this is how I will know. I face the door. And knock on it with the word of God. What is, the word of God is not, this door, open, open, open. You, okay, let me ask you a question now. Those of you who are single, Chris, where are you? Is it right for you to see a woman you like and stand in front and be praying and say, in the name of Jesus, Angela, you are going to marry me? Is it right? No, answer me. It's not right. So why do you think you can do that to a door? But you can stand, spiritually speaking, in front of Angela and say, it is not good for Christ to be alone. And the Lord will make him a help that is suited for him. If, are you getting my point? In the same manner, you go to the front of a door Say, not from the east, not the, the west, or from the south, comes exhortation. But God is judge. He brings that one and lifts up another. He lifts me up. In the name of Jesus, he will open an effectual door for me, and no adversary will be able to stop it. You say that in front of a door. If it's your door, it will swing open. If it remains closed, you know what it means? The Bible says the word of God is living and what? Active. It's alive. The, door, the word says, I won't walk on this one. It's not your own. That's why it didn't open. But we learn our faith wrongly sometimes. We stand in front of the door. This door, open. I command it, open, open. They say, which revelation are you operating by? That say, this is your door. If you don't know what to do, you take the word of God and use it to hit every, the one that's your, because the word is alive. It's not a method. The word is a living thing. And it knows more than you. He knows the door to break open. He knows the one to live short. Are you getting my point here? Let me say to you again, your door is opening for you this week. Amen. That word is for some people here. Amen. 
why it was closed for a very long time was that you have been looking wrongly. You had your hope somewhere else. But today, you said with your own mouth, yes, you said it with your mouth today, that God is my judge, which means he's the one that's lifting you up. Your eyes are not on anybody again. There are numbers you should delete so that you won't be tempted to call. Let's give him thanks. Just put up your hands and thank him. Remember, Jehoshaphat spoke about what was real. Now speak about the God that is real to you. Thank you, you opened my doors. Thank you, Lord, you planned my life. Yes, thank you. Begin to thank God for those doors that were closed and you were blaming people for before. I would have gone that time, but that man refused to help me. You won't say that again. Say, Lord, thank you. You are the doorkeeper of my life. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for today. You indeed are good, and you indeed are our Father, and you indeed are our God. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. If you are blessed today, say amen. Amen. Tell somebody beside you, we are blessed. Tell the person, you are blessed. Said you are blessed. In the name of Jesus. Hold that person's hand and let's share the grace in fellowship. Because of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, surely we have passed out of death and we have passed into life. We have passed out of darkness into the light of Christ. We have passed out from under the curse into the blessing. All things have passed away in our lives. We are now filled with the Spirit of Christ. We live above sin and walk above the devil. Because we are seated high above with Christ, this is our season of multiplication and dominion in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Tell somebody it's your own season of multiplication and dominion. Tell somebody else it's your season. Now tell yourself, this is my season of multiplication and dominion in the name of Jesus Christ. It's well with you, cherub brethren. God bless you.